Hi there. Welcome to Choose Life Coaching and Consulting Podcast. My name is Wakia and I'm your host. Today we're going to talk about courage. I once heard it said that if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. So life is all about actions and reactions. Charles Swindle said that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you handle it. I totally believe that. And the more you live, the more you know that experience is one of the best teachers. But the trick back with experience is the more you experience, the more that shapes your perception on what is possible for you. Actions and reactions. Life in a nutshell. So as I said earlier, we were going to talk about courage. So... The more you live and and the more your your life is now changed by what you think is possible, your courage to, 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 you know, move mountains (laughs) basically has sort of shifted, you know, it's sort of shifted, right? You don't really have that same, that same fire or that same desire or um, faith that you used to have to think that you could truly be anything. So I remember when I was a little girl, I swore up and down I was going to be a singer. Like, you don't understand. When I tell you that I thought I was going to be a singer, like, I just knew that I was going to be a singer. I mean, I sung everywhere, you know. I remember going to school and in our locker room, in the girls' locker room, we had like little benches, like little benches where you would sit. And I remember I used to walk along those benches and be singing, you know, songs, you know, because again, I'm a 90s kid. So, you know, singing old 90s R&B, you know, just jamming. Escape, you know, SWV, all that. I sing all harms in the vogue. What you got? What you got? I got, I I could do it all. I could do it all. In my mind, I could do it all. (laughs) Um... And I remember then I wasn't even afraid to sing out loud, right? I wasn't afraid to sing in front of people. I, you know, in my mind, I was great because everybody was saying, oh, you're great, you're great, you're great. And I don't even remember if they said I was great or not. In my mind, I just believed I was great. <laughs> so I sang all the time. Until I got to like the 10th grade. And I was in the courtyard one day singing. I'm at school because, again, I wasn't afraid. I, I was at school, I was singing. And I remember this girl walking up. And she sort of just joined into the song. So we start singing together, you know, harmonizing, whoop, whoop, doing us. And you get to like the little break. And instead of us breaking, she didn't break. She started doing this whole ad-lib thing. And I mean, and she just tore it up. And that's when I realized that, hmm, I can sing. But this lady can sing. I mean, she just tore it up. It was, it was a beautiful thing. But right away at that moment, you know, 
obviously at that point everybody's all around us and everybody's hyping her all up woo woo they done forgot all about it. I was even there like at that point you know I became a backup singer immediately I was a backup singer and I wasn't even one with the mic I was just one in the background you know just doing doo doo you know what I'm saying I mean that's, that's really all I could bring to the table at that point and at and I realized at that point, you know, I felt as if the, my courage to ever sing out loud in front of people had just sort of died down because I remembered how I felt to be pushed to the sidelines and pushed to the back of the crowd like that, thinking that, wow, I just wasn't good enough to do this, you know? And that's what I mean, you know, actions and reactions. And so I look up now and I'm looking at this probably like 20, 20, 25 years 20 and 30 years later, and I say, hmm, you know, I've never really gone out here now and sung. Like, the thought of me now getting up and singing in the middle of a courtyard full of people, kids, mean kids at that, <laughs> I would never do that today, never, <laughs> you know, because I would think, oh my goodness gracious, you know, they're going to have so much crazy stuff to say and, you know, all this stuff, and, you know, you start getting all this, all these things sort of, you know, um, bombarding you, you know. But I realize that the more we live and the more we experience how it makes us wiser, but it also starts to instill in us this fear and our courage to do something new, to try to be, to try to step outside of our comfort zone, it sort of changes, right? It gets to a point where our courage to do anything we can and to be to be that superstar. Instead of being that superstar, I'm just like, nah, no, 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 no need for me to be a superstar. I'm gonna sit right here. I'm gonna sit right here. And we've learned to be content with just sitting right there and not really moving and watching everybody do, but never really stepping up to the mic and and doing it ourselves. So I think about. Excuse me. I think about there's a story in the Bible with Peter, with Jesus and Peter. All the other disciples were there too, but they sort of were background singers. You know, they really didn't really do much. Um, and I love Peter. I love Peter because Peter was my kind of dude. Peter was the guy that always talked too much, always said the wrong thing. You know, he had like an attitude problem. He cutting off people's ears. You know what I'm saying? But he was also the same guy that Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, right? So he was that, he was, Peter was like me, right? He was so, so profoundly flawed. You know, he just, yeah, he wasn't where he needed to be on most days. But then he had this, this, this um, fearlessness that I really want to be and, and strive to be every day. So in Matthew, in the book of Matthew 14, 22 through 33, tells of the story of Jesus who goes to meet his disciples who are already out in the middle of the water. Jesus walks out there to them. And so just to set the, the scene, so at this point, it's right before dawn, right? So initially, the disciples see him coming and they're initially afraid they think he's a ghost and Jesus calls out and say you know hey just chill out you know um, don't be afraid it's me you know um, you know just chill out so Peter good old Peter 
Peter says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come on the water to you. Jesus said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on water. Okay, so we're going to pause right there because that right there to me is just amazing. And just the courage of the, of, of the whole situation is amazing to me. And what really amazes me about the situation is that how Peter did not hesitate. Peter, he didn't look for a life vest. He didn't go into a whole water walk-in coordination situation. He didn't, he didn't, you know, ask a whole bunch of questions of Jesus. Jesus, he didn't say how many steps it's gonna have to take. I mean, I'm gonna have to take. He just got out the boat and just walked on the water. He didn't allow any of his hangups to stop him. He didn't worry about any of his shortcomings. He didn't think about where he came from or, or, or who his parents were or what he had done or said in his past. He just got the boat and just walked. He didn't worry about what the other disciples was gonna say or what they thought about him. He didn't worry about if they were gonna like it or if they was gonna follow him on Instagram. <laughs> you know, he didn't he didn't concern himself about you know if they were gonna if they were watching him, if they were gonna say good job, if they was gonna support his choice. He ain't worried about none of that. He just got up and got out that boat and walked. And the crazy thing about that whole situation is. Peter, he was a fisherman, so he understood the risk more than others because he understood that, you know, I'm about to walk on something that other people drown in. Before, before a minute, he made a decision and he chose to put his faith in Christ and not believe any of the negative talk about himself or anything that that talked about his limitations and because of that he became the only man other than Jesus to actually walk on water now don't get me wrong shortly after that miracle Peter noticed the wind was blowing and he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink he cried out Lord Lord please save me Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and reached out, took his hand and said, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Then they climbed back into the boat and the winds died down. So this story gives me three nuggets for life. Nugget number one. Some of life's most extraordinary opportunities come at the most ordinary times. And at that moment, we have to make a choice to either watch or do. And that situation is usually a game changer. Nugget number two. You have to move when you're called. When Jesus told Peter to come, he didn't hesitate. He was doing it moving. I'm sure he was a little still afraid, but he was doing it moving. He didn't, he didn't worry about any of the other stuff. He just moved. Some of us have stopped believing that we can move mountains or live our best life 
because we've been too bruised by disappointment. And even when the opportunity knocks, we're afraid to answer the door. But failure to move means nothing will change and we will never know who we are truly destined to be if we don't have the courage to get out of the boat. And nugget number three, when things look like they're sinking, you have to remember the same God that called you to it will be the same God that saved you through it. So there are three C's of life. Choices, chances, and changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. We get a gift of 24 hours every single day. What will you choose to do with them? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I look forward to talking with you again soon.